Hey everyone, this is episode 13 of the Uncivilized Podcast. I'm Brady, Art is here as well. Um, in this episode, we're going to be discussing something that we really wanted to, to put off and talk about other things. We've got many people that we want to come uh, have come on the podcast, many topics that we want to discuss, but this is just sort of come to the proportions that we need to discuss it now. Um, we're talking about fucking right prims. Uh, I know all of you, anyone who is listening to this podcast right now, I've had experiences with these motherfuckers. Their TED profile picture with the fucking laser eyes and their fucking Waffen SS uh, bios on Instagram, Twitter, whatever fucking <laughs> websites you use to talk about anything. These motherfuckers are there. They talk about Mr. Uncle Ted Shed and they talk about raping the mailman and all this other fucking stupid bullshit. Um, I'm just going to let Art take it away before I get fucking angry. Yeah, so Brady and I, just before recording this, he was just complaining. He said, you know what? This is my idea, but I'm also the person that does not want to do it. And that's, that's, I think that's where we're both kind of at, is that this is a trend that's extremely, like, internet-based. And then you start to see intersect with, like, eco-fascism, because that's what it is. We won't deny yeah, it. Right-wing primitivism. Right-wing primitivism eco-nationalism and eco-fascism and while those labels don't have concrete historic trends to them so to speak to really point down to what they are they all sort of intersect in so far that they they take the anti-left anti-left-wing ideology of primitivism and they run with it in the wrong fucking direction <laughs> and my dude they just they go off rails and it's horrible because instead of maintaining a sort of what we say, you know, uh, you know, what, uh, you know, reject the dichotomy, fight for autonomy. They say, you know what, leftism. I read that in the manifesto by Kaczynski. I read the first two paragraphs, and now I know what I'm talking about. And yeah, it feeds, and it feeds into their pre-existing, you know, biases and beliefs that it, it just sends them down this fucking rabbit hole of basically just becoming Adam Waffen bootlickers, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, you see the meme, like, I've even made one of these to piss off some of my friends that are communists, like the NPC meme where uh, the communist starts reading ISAIF, they get to the header that says uh, the psychology of modern leftism, and then they get angry and stop reading it. The, the eco-fascists take it in the opposite direction, where they read through that passage, they stop there and they go, ah, yes, I love Hitler now. <laughs> like, that, that's literally all they do. It's the dichotomy of the leftoid and the fucking eco-fascists that are both taking Kaczynski's works. And I think you would agree with me, Art. The issue isn't sort of uh, analyzing Kaczynski's works and looking at them from multiple different lenses to, to learn more about theory or understand uh, these sort of processes deeper. That's not the fucking issue. It's when you stop at only reading Kaczynski's works and you treat him as this fucking idol figure like these eco-fascists do. Like, mm -hmm. both you and me, we started out as pretty big Ted stands, and obviously not like these fucking eco-fascists that have their, no. their laser eye profile pictures and talk Actually, about you, you us. You did have one of those. Remember that? The green yeah. and black? Okay, I did, <laughs> I did have that. At, okay, thanks for fucking outing me, Art. All right, I may have had that at one point. But I wasn't one of these motherfuckers talking about the Ted Shed and save the bees, shoot refugees, motherfuckers. And another thing that needs to be clear here, there's so many different tangents I could go off on. So I'm 
might sound a little fucking delusional right now because this shit really pisses me off. But it also needs to be stated that we are not leftists. I don't know how many videos we have to make where we shit on fucking leftists for you motherfuckers to understand that that's not who who we are. Before making this episode, I asked Art a genuine question like, has there been an episode that we've made, even back when we were uh, critical of Capital, where we didn't shit on leftists in some aspect? I know every episode of this podcast, we have shit on leftists, and I genuinely couldn't think of one. Uh, I'm just fucking fed up with this shit, man. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's funny, too, because they come onto our... I think it's really more evident on our Instagram page and comment sections where we post, we posted a few anti-fascist images. Uh, There's one with the Luddite smashing a a machine that has the American flag, the hammer and sickle. And I think it has the the Nazi flag or some sort of fascist symbolism. It has a swastika. And then Brady made a, a, a cool graphic. It's an eco extremist against fascism. I think, is that what it says? Absolutely. And then people just were like, what do you mean anti-fascist? What is this leftist bullshit? Or it's like, hey, well, if you're not, if you're not leftist then why is art trans, it's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like, you, yeah. would be, you would be eaten by your tribe. No, no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, no. And, and it's the same. The worst part about it is it's the same like four fucking messages that we get. It's either fucking, um, it's ecoterror.1488 with a fucking <laughs> picture of Ted with swastikas over his eyes and like smoking a cigar or something saying like, why no fascism question mark or calling art a fucking tranny or some shit. Like <laughs> it's the same shit. It's, it's not even funny. Like I, I would understand if they had some sort of, like a cunning line that they could use against us, but it's the same shit. And I I don't think I've talked about this to art much, but I have to block so many fucking fascists that try to get in contact with our Instagram, uh, try to join our community. I think we need to say it again. You motherfuckers are not welcome here. You're fucking stupid. You add nothing to critical thinking or the uh, adaptation of theory to fit modern, uh, modern material conditions. You're fucking stupid. Go, go live in Alaska. Fucking shoot yourself. I don't care. Go, go do something else. <laughs> and what's even better is that because we maintain what some people call progressive ideas, for example, not hating brown people. Wow, <laughs> I'm a fucking leftist because I don't hate Mexican immigrants that are fucking dirt farmers. Wow, I'm such <laughs> a fucking commie, guys. Or that thinking, for example, that trans people, you know, in which I am one, you know, shouldn't just be fucking killed and cannibalized, you know? That's, wow! Apparently, that's leftist. Dude, I'm, I'm literally a fucking Trotskyist. <laughs> and it's, it's ridiculous, because Brady and I are egoists. I don't typically use that label, because it gets... Dude, no, wait, you can't say that word. If Kevin listens to this, we're going to be called Nazi. Don't say oh, that I word. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. By the way, slope. fuck Kevin Tucker. <laughs> and, and like I was saying... um. You know, we're in state, we're individual, we're, our analysis is aimed mostly at the individual, but we don't hold up this dichotomy of individualism and collectivism, but rather that we see there are cultural, societal, economic factors that influence how individuals relate to one another, which is called historical materialism. 
But that oh God, mean, not the word. Not the word. It, it doesn't mean it's leftist. And if it does, then I'm, oh my God, I am a Stalinist. <laughs> <laughs> if understanding history and the material conditions required to make certain movements possible or make certain uh, historical phenomenon relevant makes me a leftist, then you might as well just call me fucking Joseph Stalin. Like, yeah. yeah. And another thing is, and I think a reason this has become a problem in that insofar that right prims or militant incels or ecofash and you know what whatever you want to call them have are this sort of way is the lack of critique of political economy and so far that they say you know if you listen to marx if you have marxist influence if you have anything related to communism in your ideology you're leftist it's this dogmatic sort of like us versus them mentality it's not quite what i'm looking for but you know what i'm saying that it's if you have anything in common you are a leftist which what you critically analyze history through a lens that isn't fucking tainted by white power you're a fucking jew like okay apparently like i oh this this shit just gets so old and the reason i bring that up is because they fail to understand maybe the language that we use or the background that we come from, that they associate this with people that use similar analysis, which is historically been leftist, but that doesn't make us ourselves leftists. Because if we're using a point of analysis, again, historical materialism, uh, you know, the analysis of capital and its functions in society, that doesn't make us leftists. That makes us correct is what it, <laughs> what it does. <laughs> But and I think they fail. And Ted falls into this too. He he's a fucking idiot when it comes to critique of political economy, uh, because he thinks that he said I think it was an anti-tech revolution or his recent publication of technological slavery where he said global capitalism, if you could even call it that, and he constantly says shit about capitalism that like you can tell he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's like eighth grade level social science social <laughs> studies understanding <laughs> and so i think this is a trend and here's the thing is by him doing so his hardcore followers fall into the same problems because he says we shouldn't worry about capitalism we shouldn't worry about x y and z they refuse to analyze it and because they refuse to analyze it they don't understand historical development you know what i mean and in so doing, they fail to understand that you can take from Marxism, from leftism, from communist ideologies, and still maintain a correct position. So I think that's kind of the issue that right-wing primitivism, that's the source of its problems on one hand. And on the other, it's because you have these personal biases that are typically that of the right, saying nationalism, uh, xenophobia, racism, sexism, transphobia. Uh, they're pro-capitalism, things that are typically associated with the right or even with centrism, and it feeds into that, those pre-existing biases and beliefs. And and, in their, and because Ted is very, you could say, rationalistic about things, that, how can I say this? I'm kind of losing my train of thought a bit, but that they, it, they fall into this sort of loop, I would say, and because Ted is so centered on anti-tech, right? And he is very oriented in this sort of one lane, you know, one lane analysis that the that he refuses to look outside of it. His followers also refuse to. And because 
pizza oriented against technology and less so civilization, they are unable to look outside of a civilized analysis. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, their analysis that they that they claim to uphold is ultimately civilized. Like, I'm sorry, when the when the technological grid goes down, when the the global networks of production disappear, your fucking white pride isn't going to survive either. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like these fucking ah, uh, these fucking people just just drive me nuts. And mm-hmm. no, no, we won't have a fucking right prim on to discuss this either. You guys can go fuck yourselves. And here's another thing, too, is on race, and this is going to be some that fuck, and I know it's going to piss a lot of people off, is the topic of, say, white power or white, white politics, you could say. The fact that that is a completely modern phenomenon that is post-feudalism, so the last 300 years, and you want to talk to me about me being civilized? The, <laughs> your, your, your thing is an entirely born out of industrialism, that sort of white nationalism. Like, yeah, did, there, that's not saying, you know, forms of xenophobia in uh, proto-racism didn't exist. But we know for a fact, if you have any sense of history, racism didn't exist until late feudalism and into capitalism. Because the feudal nations didn't have the same, did not have the same sense of identity. So it's been only like maybe 500 years of the idea of whiteness versus, say, blackness, so to speak these sort of con- social constructs, which they are. I hate using that phrase because it's a buzzword or a buzz phrase, but they are. And so in maintaining this sort of tribal, but that's not the right word, but this, I will, I'll say it, this tribalistic identity, they feed into civilized dichotomies. And another issue they have is they think civilization, the ethos, the ethics, the moralities that will follow, say, post-collapse, will look the same they did before, which made zero sense. <laughs> none, none at all. It's like you're telling me that America, especially, let's say, let's, let's go this far, certain uh, leftist and liberal uh, geographical centers, right, are going to just lose those, those ideas just all of a sudden. No, that doesn't Yeah, they're all going to sig heil as soon as the electric grid goes down. Yeah, and it's not, and I'm not denying that certain ethos are related to the mode of production because that would make me not a historical materialist. But these things don't suddenly go away. That's not how that works. They don't. It's they don't exist in a vacuum, and that they can just disappear. Those things will have long-term effects on the social relations and the social norms and moralities that exist post-collapse. And so I think people upholding uh, either left-wing or right-wing morality that's where they fail as you know and this is something left-wing and right-wing primitivists fall into instead of a sense of individuality and, and oh, fluidity which is what marks a non-industrial life especially in non-agrarian life is the idea mm-hmm. of fluidity you know and the thing is industrialism and civilization whole but especially industrialism brings brings about this sort of stasis this static identity among all people for the most part unless you're going through a stage of assimilation in which that's kind of different for certain groups. But for the most part, the sense of identity is static. And so people uphold static morality and static identity, and they don't realize they're falling into a civilized industrial worldview, which is ironic because they, cl- they call <laughs> Brady and I, you know, moder- modernistic, postmodern, uh, over-socialized. That's my favorite one. The Ted phrase, over-socialized. You guys are domesticated. Now let me explain my, my, why my white identity is the most important thing to me. 
<laughs> and 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 what's funny is they claim that tra- my transness is connected to being over socialized, but they literally like they don't support that claim. They it just makes no sense. <sighs> yeah, I I don't know. Just the sort of idea that they have the the same recycled uh, opinions and ideas because they haven't read past uh, the psychology of the modern left in the ISAIF. Um, like you're just fucking wrong. I know Art said this earlier. You're just wrong. Um, I, I've had so many arguments with these people where, like you did with the militant incel that we will not name, where when you try to tell them that uh, that not continuing to advance anti-civ or anti-technologist thought and just sticking on Kaczynski is a waste of fucking time and you might as well just shoot yourself, then that's, that's literally when they call us leftist or uh, they call us domesticated for having a podcast and over-socialized for trying to spread uh, new and, and, and thoughtful ideas in relation to this sort of movement against technology or whatever the fuck you want to call this, it just blows my mind. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing going on or going back a little bit, talking about like survivalism, because we had, we had a field recording before this. So I can't remember if I mentioned in the last one or this one, the idea that someone messaged and they're complaining that we had feral meme on <laughs> and not him because he thinks that he can provide more. And I was like, what do you even want to talk about? He said survivalism and living to our ideas. I was like, literally, what would that provide? People, <laughs> most people would like to do that, but they don't. So what, what does that provide? Like, what are you saying? Most people, yes. Living, if you wanted to say live by your ideals, you would go live in the woods. But that is the such ad hominem, ad hominem bullshit. And he's buying into it. The dude has internalized it. What? Is, you you use a phone, but you're a primitivist? Fucking checkmate, dipshit. That's what I thought. I was like, if you want to start living your ideas, literally throw the throw your phone away right now. Don't talk Stop about uploading this. shitty fucking Nazi-esque pictures and videos on Instagram, you fucking loser. Yeah. And and that that was funny, using fucking fascist imagery and then saying, I'm not a fascist. Why would you let me on? I really don't care about your stupid fucking leftist over-socialized podcast, but I really want to come on, please. <laughs> so I'm not mad. I'm just going to make three posts about it. <laughs> I want people to listen to me because I have good ideas about black people and shooting squirrels, please. And I'm not going to lie. And the more I think about it, and I had this thought the other day, is this thought, this sort of worship of Kaczynski is literally the psychology of leftism if you just put right wing in it exactly or, or kaczynskiist or kaczynskiism or kaczynskian thought kaczynskian psychology is a projection of your insecurities with women and minorities into your <laughs> thought <laughs> yeah you guys worship karl marx well you guys worship karl marx so let me spend the next three hours fucking explaining why ted kaczynski is the greatest man to ever live and anyone who's successful uh in having social skills as a leftist you know if you're oh yeah absolutely with people outside of your demographic you might as well be joseph stalin you, what? you don't spend 12 hours a day on 4chan you're fucking over socialized you idiot and i think that's the issue again there's i keep saying that's the issue i'm starting to realize there's probably a lot of issues here I oh there's so fucking many <laughs> issues this is why my brain feels fucking scrambled every time i want to say something i think of it and then there's like four other things that pop into my head like mm-hmm. it, I, I just can't do it yeah <laughs> and i think and i think again a lot of this goes back to Kaczynski's way of explaining leftism i think it's garbage like it's actually okay i'll rephrase that it's like 50 50 right <laughs>
I believe it's that he makes a lot of overstatements and inserts his own projections into it. You know what I mean? So, for example, oh, yeah. like we all know for Fetty's a failure with women, and that's why he says feminists are insecure and they fear that they're not as good as men. He makes these statements, but he doesn't support that, right? Like he just makes that statement. And anyone who's anti feminist or has certain uh, misogynistic beliefs, they just, it clicks with it. it again, it, it, <laughs> I hate women too. <laughs> yeah, it feeds into this, their pre existing biases. And so, for example, you know, and it, you can contrast this with me and Brady, who tried to sort of bring Kaczynski and ideology into leftism by just saying, oh, well, that's liberalism. That was our, like, excuse. That, that's a certain type of leftist. That's not our type oh, of yeah. leftist. <laughs> yeah, that, hashtag not us. <laughs> hashtag not our leftism. <laughs> <laughs> but and then, I, you know, and over time, me and Brady would have a lot of conversations, especially with our our or someone who does a lot of our editing, uh, Gavin, and also our thumbnail editor, uh, Ben, we also had a lot of conversations with them about leftism and what we stood for. And we eventually realized we don't really fit in with leftists, like, like at all. <laughs> huh, what a surprise. In fact, I think, I, it's funny, leftists shit on me the same way right-wingers shit on me. It's like, oh, you're trans and a primitivist? You can't do that. Or You did fucking you... hate trans people. Uh, yeah, it, it's so funny how often people like, you know, like me or Brady will get the same bullshit from left wieners and right wieners. And we're not just, you know, we were not condoning like third positionism, like that term, because <laughs> that that's literally just fascism. Uh, we just call ourselves non-political isn't the correct term, but we anti-political. Mean, yeah, anti-political, post-political, if we want to throw another Yuck. term. In <laughs> Yuck, we don't need another post term. Keep that to Twitter. <laughs> And so anything like that, but we, it's funny that if we get all this shit, it's like, are we probably not leftists at that point? Because we're definitely not right-wingers by any stretch of the word, even though I know how much, how much leftists want to say we are, or that we're eco-fascists, or that the difference between primitivism and eco-fascism is negligible, which is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Because I want to, I want you to, I want any of these people to meet an actual eco-fascist, talk to them, and talk to me and tell me that we're anything like. Because we would probably both want to kill each other, so no, we're not we're not the same. But the issue that I'm trying to kind of get to here is, since me and Brady have sort of gone through this leftist phase, and by phase I meant that was a majority of Brady's political life, I would suppose. Almost right? exclusively, almost exclusively. Yeah. And I went through a. I admit I went through like a far right phase before I knew what far right was. I was a Strasserist, and then I went left wing. And then I went through my left-wing phase. And so I think it's because we've had exposure to these ideas and that we can objectively view them. Like, okay, here's this thing Mark said. That's really smart. But he also said the shit about communism. And I'm not going to lie to you. That kind of fucking sucks. So we're not <laughs> going to take that. And I admit, you know, there's sometimes that people like Ted who kind of fall into, you could almost say the right-wing of the political spectrum. And a lot of what he said is good. We can objectively take from different positions and still maintain a correct and enhance our own ideas, right? For example, the fact that we can take from, say, the situations international, from Marx, from, I don't know, uh, Jacques Comet, you know, he did end up becoming a primitivist, essentially, later in his life. But the fact for, you know, he is a good example, actually, like Jacques Comet, I hope to God I'm pronouncing that correctly, that he yeah. was someone who was a Marxist. He did an intense amount of work with the Italian Communist Party before eventually realizing 
the the logical conclusion to his ideas to a lot of Marxist trends is to be anti-civilization, to be anti-technology. Does that make him a leftist? No, he just incorporated a a, a historically left-wing analysis. It's called being correct. Uh, yeah, again, again, it just comes back to please be correct. But it, you know, it also means not being dogmatic in your anti-leftism because you need to know what leftism is. Being leftist does not mean being a good person. Being leftist, I, you know, and this is something I think Ted really tries to say, but he doesn't say it very well in the eyes of most people, especially in his original Industrial Society and his future, is that leftism is a collectivist. It upholds a dichotomy of leftism and individualism, and it buys into collectivism, right? And that it serves, it serves a purpose within civilization. And if you read si- the systems need this trick that Kaczynski wrote, and that leftists help push civilization to a more stable position, industrial society to a more stable position, and that it helps counter and attack and assimilate ideas that could be counterintuitive to the industrial system or that can assist it. So for example, instead of arming uh, say black folk, right? So Af- new Africans in America will take them some new Africans instead of arming them and helping them have self-determination, they want to assimilate them into say the communist system, the industrial system. And I think that's what marks someone like a, a leftist out that you know wants to assimilate the black new Africans into society versus me and Brady who say no, because we're individualist oriented, so to speak, that we're not looking to assimilate, we're looking to liberate. And those are not the same thing. Exactly. I I, I, I think anyone tells you. (laughs) I think the issue is with both left-wingers thinking that we're right-wing and right-wingers thinking that we're left-wing. It's the fact that we aren't beholden to a party form or a party line or a unifying message or a unifying uh, sort of identity. Um, that we can take things, uh, like you said about Komet, who just write, just just completely correct takes and completely correct analysis, we can incorporate those into our own beliefs. And I think that makes a lot of people who are, uh, I, I hate using this word now because I've heard it thrown at me so many times, uh, that are over-socialized or domesticated people who are following these these strict party forms and party lines and the same messaging, they have to be clear and concise in their support of a singular message. It makes mm-hmm. them uncomfortable that we're, that we're able to do that or that we promote doing that. So that's why the lefties think that we're fucking right-wingers because we think some things Ted said were correct, like that nationalists are fucking idiots. And we also think that Marx was correct in historical materialism. And these people it fucking messes with their lizard brains like oh they like something that we like but they also like something that we don't oh god hurts my brain and i think that's something that really needs to be tackled for any sort of of anti-tech or anti-civ movement to be successful it's that we need to really promote that idea of incorporating certain aspects of different analysis or ideology into our own movement to to ultimately be more successful or more palatable for people Mm-hmm. And I want to backtrack a little bit because I did mention this, the idea of like different ethos uh, returning to a pre-industrial way of life, which is something that like Ted stands really push as well. Trans people, gay people, black people, multiculturalism couldn't exist before industrialism, which all those things, by the way, <laughs> existed, <laughs> you know, like the idea of like multiculturalism. Uh, 
those existed, right? It didn't operate the same way because capitalism uses multiculturalism in multiculturalism in a different way than say feudal city city uh, urban centers did. It was different versus you know transness presented itself differently in say certain indigenous circles uh, before before pre-Columbian indigenous societies uh, versus say the modern American uh, LGBT. Uh, community, right? Those are different. And that's how history works, right? Things transfigure in relation to their conditions. Wow! It's almost like materialism is correct! (laughs) Read Marx! That's all we're saying. We're not saying be Marxist. We're not saying be communist. We're saying don't be a fucking idiot. Read a goddamn book, you fucking morons. And so, what? what, yeah, technology is not going to just fucking disappear. And so, there's going to be, and so, it sounds kind of post-civilization-y, but the ethos that you know, some ethos and moralities and ethics that exist now will transfigure, or some will exist fairly similar to how they do now in a sort of post-civilization, post-industrial world, especially in places that are more urban versus those that are more rural, which historically tend to be progressive versus conservative. The you know the urban centers tend to be more progressive, and and that doesn't necessarily mean industrialism, but places with more multiculturalism and trade and uh, the influx of capital versus rural areas because they don't need to be more progressive, so to speak, because it just doesn't typically suit them until they need needed to be assimilated uh, into more industrial or urban uh, centers. So say like, I hate talking about collapse, but this is a figurative for the Kaczynski fans. Like say like post, post, your Kaczynski and Vanguard revolution somehow fucking happens. <laughs> it somehow happens. Are you going to tell me that, like, say, Chicago is going to have the like, post-Civ Chicago is going to have the same morality fucking Roman feudalism did? No, shut the fuck up. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, will 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 certain groups probably face certain issues going forward? Yeah, but will certain groups have certain issues going forward in a communist society? Yes. So it's like the like break from this utopian thinking so to speak this sort of dogmatic i we need to pamper to certain groups to be correct which is which you know right prims feed into like their white nationalism and leftists feed into this sort of humanism and and they both fail on the basis that they have to appeal to a certain group rather than appealing to to truth quote unquote uh or to to reality you know what i mean they have to seek to this like these preconceived notions that they typically already have and then they politicize them and that's where it gets really fucked when people politicize their personal pre-existing biases and then again they read into certain groups or or authors and ideas that only reinforce what they already believed which is why i think ted's anti-leftism though it's not necessarily incorrect if you don't already have an exposure to leftism it's gonna probably make you come out a fucking weirdo yeah absolutely i think that's where the major distinction lies between people who come from sort of left-wing backgrounds like we did or yeah i guess a left-wing background because i still rejected leftism before i became uh like an anti-technologist i was a post-leftist versus a right-winger where like a post-leftist or a leftist reads kaczynski's critique of leftism and they can sort of um apply it to their own real world feelings and experiences like i could 
because of the, of the circles I was uh, involved in while I was a leftist, I could say, yeah, I did notice this actually. And I didn't like it. Whereas a right winger comes through and reads that and goes, huh, fucking idiots. I'm a Nazi yeah. now. Yeah. Or it just reinforces, like, even if, say, like, Kaczynski's, like, anti-nationalist, anti-conservative. But then even though they're like, yeah, I agree with them, they still uphold the same fucking ideas as those people. Absolutely. Or they say, oh, we can still work with them. Like, someone we argued with, they're like, oh, we can still work with fascists and then kill them later. I was like, when has that hit ever worked? Please point me to an example of that ever working. Because <laughs> here's here's the thing: it's like you say we shouldn't work with leftists because they're over socialized, but you're going to are you're going to fight with your exact opposite over, which are essentially the conservative over socialized right winger, the socialization <laughs> horseshoe theory. Uh, basically, like, and that's something that <laughs> I've talked about with Brady and others before. That sort of that there's there's over socialization of like leftism, and then there's almost the counterpart that's like the conservative over socialization almost and it's less stable than that of the over socialized leftist and it over socialized leftism serves more of a purpose but there's still like the idea of being civilized into the conservative aspects of civilization that's that's a reality like how is fascism how is working with fascism any better than working with leftism if if you want to maintain this strong anti-tech kaczynski idea nothing it doesn't at all lies and they're like and then they're like oh we can learn survival skills yeah you can also read a fucking book or you could just or go outside <laughs> yeah, do you go outside instead of making excuses for having fucking you know collapsitarian fuck the uh what is it white genocide 1488 <laughs> like that they're like no he, he really it's it's not that i agree with him it's that he has some good survival ideas you know um and he he read Kaczynski one time. He only read the first three passages about leftism, but um, uh, I think I got enough I, from that. <laughs> you know, I think it really, uh, I think it benefited him. He's not that bad, guys. <laughs> no, honestly, one thing that I'll say though is I think people that are sort of starting to get into this tendency uh, that Art and I follow, if you come from uh, a leftist background or even a right wing background, if you want to stop being wrong, um, I would highly suggest. This is going to make a lot of people cringe, but I'm sorry. Read some fucking Zerzan. Please, dear God, read some yeah. fucking Zerzan. We all understand that he is an idealist, but please just read a little bit of Zerzan and you'll you'll come out with a much greater understanding of why we hold the positions that we do. Uh, if you want to call us quote unquote progressives, it's because of that sort of background that I had in relation to to gender identity and uh uh, the the modes of production and fucking time. A anything that Zerzan talks about, uh, it's sort of given me this perspective that I have now. So please just read some Zerzan. I'm begging you. <laughs> please, I am begging you, please. Or, and I will say it again, I think everyone should read... Uh-oh, here it comes. Read Marx. Read Ugh. historical materialism. Read... God. Read Capital. Please. Read. Yuck. <laughs> Who the fuck has time to read Capital? Holy... Oh, I guess now we do. Because we're still under the, the coronavirus yeah, lockdown. If you have but... time to tell me that trans people over-socialized and you have time to go out and, you know, brag about shooting squirrels, you have time to read Capital. I know you do. I know you do, because you're not doing anything else. I'll be honest, I haven't even read fucking Capital, but I still understand historical materialism, so if you don't want to do that, you don't have to. Just, just read a few books by someone other than a right-wing figurehead or Ted. Mm -hmm. Please. <laughs> It means also 
not buying into dogmaticism and book worship, but also being able to go outside and experience how the world world actually works. Because trust me, absolutely, green white power shit that ain't gonna fly. That ain't gonna work for ten, not one minute. Uh uh-uh, uh. Oh no. yeah. Like, how is that gonna benefit anything? And how does that even work into your? I guess they because they buy into the whole like. Uh, non-industrial life will buy into a more like homogenous society but then you're like dude the fucking like even the assyrians right one of the or the uh the sumerians excuse me for the oldest civilizations were fucking not homogenous so like, <laughs> especially now where we already have non-homogenous societies it's like what they're just gonna fucking one group's gonna disappear what they're just gonna have is oh what is it helter skelter gonna break out when the power all the whiteies are gonna go to montana <laughs> dude i'm sorry if the race were if the race war breaks out white people aren't winning they're not winning they're not they're not gonna win i'm sorry <laughs> it's not gonna happen it's funny though these same people that reject um reject sort of historical materialism and the idea that certain trends and identities evolve with material conditions uh will then talk about whiteness as it has evolved throughout material conditions and throughout time I just find it so fucking ironic. And I know these people are being serious, but it seriously sometimes does drive me to want to commit suicide. So please stop doing this. <laughs> I think I think this is a good point to stop because I'm pretty sure Brady's going to have an aneurysm. And I'm gonna I, I might. <laughs> so. I, I might. So I, we're going to end off this episode here. Uh, fuck Nazis. Fuck fascists. Read a fucking book. Get mad in our DMs. You can send me hateful messages if you want. I, I'll just delete them. Or if they're really funny, I might screenshot them and show them to Art so we can laugh at you. Uh, one, but... more thing. one more thing is uh, me having my pronouns in my bio does not make me a leftist. I want to make sure that's understood because I was told that. Shut the and fuck up, leftoid. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My identity <laughs> made me a leftist. I forgot. I forgot wanting uh... to be respected makes, makes me a Marxist. Thank you to everyone for joining us today. Um, we, Like I said, we really didn't want to talk about this. We have plans in the works. Like Art said earlier, we're going to have Julian Langer on in the future. If you know anyone that would be interested uh, in coming on that has a lot of knowledge in a specific field or topic, or if you're one of those people, message us on Instagram at Uncivilized Podcast or shoot us an email. Um, just get in contact with us somehow. We'd love to have you on. Uh, thank you for joining us all today, and have a great fucking day, besides Nazis. One more thing, P.S. on the way out. Uh, we will throw the link in the description, but I was recently featured in a anti-civ journal, Oak Journal. Uh, it oh, was yeah. really great. Uh, I had a great time writing for it. It just came out a f- about three, four weeks ago, I think. Now, whenever this goes up, that might be a bit differently. I actually are accepting submissions. They have an Instagram page that I can also link in the description. Their submission deadline is June 30th. And if you have questions, message them. I intend to be included in that one as well. Uh, I would definitely order one and, and support it because they're a great journal. They do audio uh, interviews as well for people that enjoy uh, doing that rather than having to you know, use their eyes and read. So I would <laughs> definitely support them. And I'll make sure to link their Instagram and their shop and their website in the description for those that are interested. Absolutely. You fuckers have a good day.